Hey everyone, welcome back to my podcast. This is not about your body. I'm Jesse Neeland, and I want to talk about TikTok today. Now, I should definitely warn you that if you are on TikTok, TikTok, you know about this more than I do. I am not on TikTok. I am very confused, but occasionally I come across things. And I recently read an article explaining different TikTok trends. I don't remember how I found this article, but it was basically on like the different faces that girls particularly make in their TikTok videos. And this isn't the um, thing where like it's like Facetune or whatever, and it's like about digitalized face making. It's about like friends among mostly young women, teenage girls who are making cutesy faces. And it, it sometimes it goes along with a dance. A lot of the, the really popular viral dancer girls will make a lot of really wild faces. A lot of the girls will make really funny faces. Those are really popular. Um, and a lot of them are just cutesy. Like there was a, a whole trend around like a sort of scrunched up nose face wiggle. This was in the article that I read and I saw examples of it and it's kind of hard to describe, uh, but it's pretty much what you would imagine. It's a girl scrunching her nose up and wiggling her face and looking cute. And apparently this is what you do before you start, or like the trend was that this is what girls would do before they started their um, lip syncing thing for whatever the video was. So it's like while they're waiting for the lyrics to start and they're about to lip sync, you know, they're like kind of bopping along and they're waiting for it and they make this cute little scrunched up face. And this was like a trend, like millions of videos have this in it before the girl starts lip syncing. And likewise, there's one where you stick your tongue out in a kind of like quirky way. And again, there's just millions of, of girls doing this before they start their lip syncing dance singing thing. And there's a couple others, but basically like there's all these faces and some of them, like I said, some of them are kind of funny. You know, they're not exactly about being like hot. It's not just like duck lips, Um, but they're all very cutesy, it seems. And TikTok apparently has like a kind of big obsession with cutesiness. So one of them is like um, fish lips. You know, again, this is just there's like so many videos of girls doing fish lips right before they go into their video. And the whole thing is like. If one person did this or it happened occasionally, you would just think like that's kind of adorable. You know, it's like a cute little quirky personality thing this person is doing while they just like make funny faces to entertain themselves before they make a video. But the fact that they're they're viral trends says something else entirely because it means it's not somebody just authentically kind of playing around being silly and funny and cute. It's like somebody who saw a video probably a bunch of videos of other girls making a fish face before they went into it or making, um, you know, the little tongue sticky outy thing or the nose scrunchy thing. And they were like, oh, that's cute. I want to do that. And then they went forth and did it. But, but the effect of it is like supposed to be uh, spontaneous and, you know, sort of um, uniquely whimsical and personal as if the person is just so wacky that they just make wacky little faces and look adorable, but it's actually predetermined because it is a a viral trend. So the effect of it is like, I'm just so cool and cute and laid back and whimsical and wacky, but we actually know the truth. The truth is that everyone is copying each other and doing this very particular thing to give off that impression. So it's a very bizarre thing to think about. And again, I'm not on TikTok, right? So there's probably a ton of these things in other aspects, but I was particularly reading an article about the face, uh, making faces trend. 
and what that means and sort of what's going on with that. Now, I found this article in the first place because I follow a lot of dancers on Instagram and a lot of those dancers have TikTok, you know, so they're like sharing their TikTok reels on Instagram. So that's kind of how I see their stuff. (laughs) And they're really good dancers, right? Like they're they're really just a delight to watch. I love dancing. I have always loved dancing. I love watching people dance. So it's really fun for me to see these um, mostly women dancing. And there is a very particular TikTok-y vibe to the dancing at this point that I've noticed. Again, it's a trend. It's um, something I just sort of see across the board a lot. And the trend is sort of hyper bubbly. Again, very cutesy hyper bubbly, lots and lots of face changing, really, really hyperbolic, dramatic facial uh, expressions changing throughout the dance. And typically this is like, you know, the kind of really fast dancing uh, that looks like it would exhaust me. You know, they're doing like 30 seconds of like crazy footwork and, you know, just like moving really, really sharp and fast. And sometimes I wonder if this is all edited or if people are just moving really fast. I don't know. I don't understand it. Cause again, TikTok. But the point being that like, this is the trend is the girls are doing, or the women are doing a super bubbly, um, you know, it's like big smile followed by big frown, followed by big smile with a tongue out, followed by a nose scrunch, followed by a tongue out again, followed by a, uh, you know, like a surprise face. Uh, this is one of the trends in the article too, is Apparently all the teenagers are like whacking their mouths, you know, like smacking their mouths in surprise, like a big fake surprise face that they do multiple times. It's a big thing in the dances. Like, you know, it's comedy, right? I mean, in in a lot of ways, it's theater. TikTok is theater. There's a lot of comedy and theatricality in TikTok because it is this very particular medium in which you're not typing stuff out. So without a caption, you're really just getting it all in there. Uh, there's a lot of like pantomime stuff that kind of makes sense for the medium, but all of these face changes, and this is popular in just like, I don't know, normal hip hop dance at the moment too. just, um, uh, you know, part of choreography at this point is facial expression. So if you see people doing uh, new choreography, uh, which again, I follow a handful of really great choreographers, I will see that the facial expressions, everyone in the class does the same ones. You know, it's part of the choreography. So there's like surprise, sexy face, big smile, surprise, uh, you know, fake pout, big smile, tongue out. Like these are things that are part of the choreography, which is totally, totally valid. But a little strange, I guess to me, maybe just this is like an evolution of dance that I wasn't a part of. Um, it's not how I dance. It's not how I think about dance. It's, it's just a, a bit strange. And this is why I was kind of Googling it. But the overall effect, what I I discovered is when I see these things back to back, and again, any one person doing it, you might just think like, you know, overall effect is like adorable, whimsical, whatever. But when you see like, you know, 40 people in a choreographed class all doing the same thing, you're like, oh, that's interesting. Like it's, it's so predetermined. It's, it's a part of the um, aesthetic being gone for here. The overall effect is hyper freaking bubbly hyper bubbly and and what's the word i'm looking for like i don't mean to say ditzy because it's not it's not about looking you know dumb or or silly or anything like that but there is something about it that it's like hyper bubbly to the extent of like what i think of 
as sort of cheerleadery girl, you know, not to be stereotyped against <laughs> cheerleaders in any way here, but um, yeah, just sort of extreme cheerfulness or extreme bubbliness, extreme personality, really, because it's extreme facial expressions being expressed in these dances. And a lot of the women that I follow will also do little comedy bits where there's like huge, you know, belly laughter, bursting out, big expressions, wide mouth, like, you're not going to believe what my husband said when I did this. And then you do it and you just see her like, you know, kind of explode with laughter. So there's like this hyperbolic, big, big, big personality um, thing that's a part of this, this whole trend. And again, these are my TikTok people. Listen, I choose to follow them. This is not a, a complaint in any way, but it is something interesting to witness. And one of the reasons that I think it's so interesting is because it is a brand new medium, a brand new evolution of a really old theme. The old theme is the sort of sexist garbage that says that women are here on this planet to essentially be pleasant and cheerful and to make for good set decoration for the world of men. Now, no woman that I follow on Instagram would ever agree that this is what they're doing, right? It, it is not about any individual. It is not about any individual's intention. It is about the overall effect of what you get. Because I also follow some men who dance and they don't do this. None of the men are doing this hyper, bubbly, cheerful, happy, big personality, expressive things. They keep their faces pretty impassive for the most part when they're dancing. And even when they do comedy bits, they're not nearly as, you know, big, expressive faces, whatever. It's just it's just different. It's gendered. So the overall effect of seeing all of this gendered thing is to be reminded that for, I mean, thousands of years, women have been praised and celebrated for being cheerful and happy and smiley and bubbly and generally just kind of pleasant. And the idea is men had real lives. At, at the time that this started to evolve, men were doing things in the world and women were not, which is to say men had like jobs or positions of some kind of power, doing interesting things, getting to go to interesting places, um, you know, have interesting conversations. They got to go to school. They got to go to bars. There's all kinds of things that men could do that women could not. Women were supposed to be home, more or less, tending to the house and the kids. Basically, that's their job, right? So their job is to support the man in their life. And one of the ways in which they were supposed to support the man in their life was to be cheerful, to be of pleasant mood so that his, his day may be improved. So not only does she cook, she cleans, she takes care of him emotionally by showing up cheerfully. Because a moody wife is not fitting the ideal of the right kind of woman for a really long time. Like a woman who is needy, a woman who is sad, a woman who is anxious or, you know, any of these things desired more in life. Like those were negative things because the idea was that her entire job was to support the man in her life in whatever way he needed. And he would support her financially. And that was the exchange. That was the agreement. So she does all these things at home 
but she doesn't really get to be a whole person because when he gets home all tired and stressed from his job, you know, her job is to cheer him up and be there for him and support him emotionally. And this is how caretaking becomes like a way in which women's uh, worth is measured. This is how caretaking and nurturing becomes a piece of how a woman's worth is measured. Men are not, their worth is not measured on how cheerful they are ever, really. Like, that's just not a thing. You don't look at a man who's got a neutral facial expression and be like, oh, what's wrong? Why aren't you smiling? Whereas people do that to women like a million times a day. I mean, ask any woman, you know, how often she's been told to smile by a stranger on the street, usually a man. And, and the answer is a lot. I can't tell you how many times random strangers have come up to me and, and asked what's wrong or tried to say, oh, you should smile more or something like that. And, and that's when I had a, you know, a neutral face on. I just had a normal face. I wasn't like crying on a sidewalk when someone told me I should smile more. But women are perceived as being like their cheerfulness, their happiness is connected to their worth and their value and their ideal for femininity because women are supposed to take care of other people. That means that not only are they not supposed to have their own problems and be their own whole full person, but they're also supposed to be constantly performing some kind of emotional labor for the people around them, which means constantly being cheerful, cheering other people up, making other people happy, making other people feel comfortable. Never tending to themselves, never demanding emotional labor from anyone, but pouring emotional labor into everyone around them. And that goes hand in hand with being happy, with being cheerful. And I think that, you know, so much of this is old, obviously, like women have been seen this way and, and oppressed in this way for so freaking long. But it's also new because if you look at TikTok, it is now this extremely exaggerated hyperbolic version of it. It's not just, oh, you should smile more. It's like you should smile <laughs> and make silly, funny, quirky, uh, whimsical faces uh, a million seconds uh, or, you know, like really fast, like rapid fire, right? Like boom, 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 boom. Tongue out, big smile, uh, frowny face, uh, squirrel face. I don't know. You know, it's like back, 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 back to back. And all of that is an incredibly hyperbolic example of what has always been there, which is that people respond positively to women who are happy, cheerful, bubbly, and somewhat empty or vapid when it comes to making demands, having their own needs, having their own whole full spectrum of human emotions and experience. Because again, you know, we see a man who's not smiling and we just sort of assume he's fine, right? And maybe he's perceived as like more powerful because he's in a position of leadership and he's got serious, important things to think about. We see a woman who's not smiling and we think, oh, she's so cold. Like she's, oh God, why is she, you know, resting bitch face? Like there is no resting bitch face for men. That's just their face. They're just allowed to have like a, a normal face. For women, it's resting bitch face. And it basically just means it's so weird that you're not smiley right now. Because we have come to associate femininity with happiness and cheerfulness and smiliness. And TikTok, which is like cool in a lot of ways, is also really exaggerating the uh, binary gender essentialist um, ideals and gender roles. You know, 
femininity has been taken up a freaking knock through stuff like this and masculinity too. You know, it, this is how the kids are expressing and performing their gender. So it's, again, it's an old pattern being expressed in new ways. But I'm so curious, like not being bubbly myself. I never have been. I can talk a lot. I can be very talkative, as you know, probably if you listen to my podcast. But I'm not cheerful. I'm not bubbly. I, I, you know, I've been like the scowly person that people comment on all the time about how I should smile more my whole life. And I realize that's a lot of women. But there are also naturally bubbly women, just like there are naturally bubbly men. Although, again, we never really use the word bubbly for bubbly men, do we? No, we think of them as charming, talkative, outgoing and extroverted. For women, it's bubbly and cheerful and happy. So this is all super gendered, but like moods aren't aren't gendered. Emotions aren't gendered. Happiness does not have a gender. It's so bizarre if you really think about it that like happiness has been gendered for us because we've been sold the lie that women should constantly be existing to make the lives of the people around them better, which means they perform happiness on a regular basis. They're trying to elevate the mood constantly because their worth is being judged constantly on how like how much better they make the lives of the people around them. Their, their value in the world, it can be totally determined by progressive modern things like, you know, uh, career and, and caliber of relationships and, you know, the um, things that they create and do and make. But also, at the same time, it is still this other thing. It is still how much are you making the lives of the people around you better. It is still cheerfulness and happiness. So it's like we've really added a lot to our plate in terms of what we are able to be valued for, more able to be worthy for, but it's still this other thing. And that plays into body image in a really, a really interesting way because being cheerful and happy looks a certain way. You know, if, if someone said to you like, oh, I feel just super cheerful right now, but they had a really somber demeanor, you would be very confused. Emotional presentation is appearance-based. It's an aesthetic. And these girls, these women on TikTok are performing an aesthetic. They're performing a look of cheerfulness and happiness. They're not necessarily being happy. I don't know how they feel while they dance. I mean, it's a dance, you know, it's a performance, it's choreography. I'm, some of them undoubtedly are just cheerful, happy, bubbly people who make TikTok videos and it's super authentic. Others, though, are probably doing the thing where they're like, you know, irritable, scowling, mad at their partner or whatever. And then they're like, okay, it's time to make a TikTok video. And then they put on the big smile and they put on the big dance and they put on the big facial expressions and they're doing cute little like mouth smacks and fish lips and whatever. And the whole thing is entirely made up and people love it. They eat it right up because it plays into a lot of subconscious views of gender and women and value and worth. And what is likable and what is charming for a woman. And it's not the same thing at all for what is likable and charming for men. So I just think this is so interesting. If you are someone who is bubbly and cheerful naturally, then I'm really curious. Like, if you reflect on this, does it feel to you like you're drawn to other people who do that? Because it just is, you know, like seems fun, good energy, good vibes. Um, Is this authentic for you? Does it feel like just a sort of expression 
of goodness. Because I could totally see that. I could also see it, though, feeling like a facade or a sort of an obligation. Like you have to do this or else people won't find you as charming. They won't find you as likable. That sort of fear-based thing. Like, does this come from authenticity or does this come from fear? Do you feel like you have to be cheerful or you'll bum people out and they won't want to hang out with you anymore? Do you feel like you have to put on this big facade and performance and be all fun or nobody will follow you? You know, because honestly, they might not. Like, this is who is popular on TikTok and elsewhere. This is who is seen as having higher social status for women, is bubbly, likable, cheerful women. So there's there's validity to it if it's fear-based, but I'm also just curious, like, inside of yourself, do you know the difference? And for people who are not bubbly like myself, what does this bring up for you? You know, like, watching other women be really bubbly and fun and happy and juicy is like... Sometimes it's really fun and inspiring. Sometimes it makes me feel bad about myself. I'm like, man, I have depression. Like I spent the entire afternoon crying. And then I see this woman who's like, looks like she's having the best time in the entire freaking world and just dancing on her counter with her husband or something, you know? And I'm like, oh my God, is she this happy all the time? And if so, how can I get some of what she's got, you know? Because it is a performance. I'll never know the difference. It is a medium of video creation and content creation. And entertainment. I'll never know the difference. But it definitely presents something different than like, you know, the Rockettes all had smiles on their faces too. And everybody knew they weren't necessarily happy for the whole show. But there's something about that kind of theatricality that was really contained and boundaried. You went to the theater, you watched the Rockettes dance, they all had smiles. It felt good. With TikTok, it's like the appearance is that all day, every day, this woman dancing with her husband is just having the most whimsical, wacky, a spontaneously cheerful time that everything in her life is hilarious and everything in my life is like frustrating and stressful and kind of a bummer or whatever you know there's that comparison thing because it isn't it isn't done in a context that's completely outside her house like she's in her sweatpants she apparently just woke up although maybe she's <laughs> filming these videos all at once and and all that could be a lie too you know but there is that presentation and body image and mood presentation are absolutely linked here Sometimes I think like when we talk about body image, we ignore so much of body language, facial expression and vocal tone, which is all part of a person's aesthetic and presentation to our own detriment. Because how you look goes way beyond like size and shape of your body and what you did with your hair today or what kind of makeup you're wearing. It also has to do with how loud you talk, how much you talk what your body language says, how tall you stand up, or if you hunch, these are things that are all aesthetic. And of course, because those things link so deeply to our perceptions anyway, of mood and personality, they can be faked, they can be authentic, but there's stuff going on there. You know, it's a big piece of how we perceive people. And it's a big piece of how we perceive people's worth and value. And unfortunately, all that stuff is gendered, which means that you really would have a hard time as a woman being seen as high status, high value, high worthiness, ideal woman if you didn't smile. I think it would be pretty impossible, actually. Whereas men, they totally could. They could be seen as the ideal man without smiling. And I just, you know, just think it's interesting. And maybe someday I'll get on TikTok and I'll properly learn about all of these things and I'll come to understand. Or maybe I'm just too old and it's a kid's thing. I don't know. But I think it's really interesting to explore how mood presentation and emotional presentation and body language and all those things can have trends 
and how quirky and cute people want to look right now. Women, particularly on TikTok, girls and teenage girls really want to look this sort of spontaneously, whimsically cute thing that that is the trend for a reason. Well, what does it say? And what can we learn about that? Uh, I'm pretty sure that's all I have to say on that topic. Thank you for listening. I hope it was interesting and I will catch you on my next episode.